we probably shouldn't have eaten all this bread and cheese. Now we're going to be like, it's, it's a thing. Oh, uh, yeah, it's probably... Yeah, I mean, this was not... Why did I think this would help my hangover? I don't know. I, I mean, I, if you're... Listen, if you're looking at us to make wise life decisions... Were we giving the illusion that this one episode was filmed o- over two different days, or no? Well, I was trying... I was never trying to give the illusion that this episode was filmed at all, so... Look, yeah. you talk about the Emmys. I'm gonna take a nap. This is the temporary theme song for the Media Lunch Break. All right, everybody, welcome to the Media Lunch Break, where we give you all of your comic geek and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich. And take another handful of Excedrin. Listen, I was just going to ask, do you do you do you find it harder now that you have to write two of those? I do. I've I'm I'm I gotta like figure out what I'm gonna do every time. Because I'm like now I got two. I doubled your work. You doing did, this. you son of a bitch. Um Chris Trebo alongside me as always is my co-host Andrew Dunsay. Hello, Andrew. Oh <laughs> 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 holy shit, that was good. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Neither did I. Good God. Wow. That shook something loose in you. Oh, man. Um, for those of you who listened to the last episode, Andrew's still hungover because we only record these 30 seconds after the other one. So guess what? He's going to be just as pleasant as the last episode, and I'm going to be just as annoying. I hope you're all excited. <laughs> We're talking about the Emmys today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those happened. Television's biggest night. Yeah, if you believe that sort of thing. <laughs> I don't think they happened. Well, that's the thing is that Andrew did not watch the Emmys. No. He was too busy feeding his rampant alcoholism. <laughs> How dare you. I, I did watch the Emmys because I'm a responsible journalist. That's not true either. But uh, Is it true that you watched them? It is true that I watched them. You want to hear a funny story about me trying to watch the Emmys? Okay, go for it. This uh, morning when I got to work, I was like, you know what? I could listen to this in the background while I do my work. Uh-huh. So I went looking for a video knowing that these things are notoriously hard to find online. Like right. the Oscars are always really hard to find online after they air. Right. So I searched Emmys 2016 and I looked for the right video. And I finally found one. It was a video from YouTube posted 2016. Uh-huh. It said Emmy Awards, whatever number, it was the right number, 68th or whatever. Right. It was the right one, and I opened it, and I was like, great. And I listened to maybe the first 10 minutes of it, and was like, wow, this is horrendous. This is so bad. And I was so confused, because they there were a bunch of people I'd never heard of. Right. And the first people who came out were Elmo and another Sesame Street character that I didn't know about to present the host, and... I was very confused. What the hell are you watching? And the, and the jokes weren't landing even with the audience. Like, the audience wasn't laughing very hard. And they announced the first winner. And it was someone from General Hospital. And I was so oh confused. It was the daytime. Daytime Emmy. Yeah. Emmy. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's why this is awful. Yeah. Daytime. Oh, my God. <laughs> you watch 10 minutes of the daytime Emmy- mm-hmm. Emmys? That is 10 minutes longer it's than I've ever watched. Harrowing, to yeah, say the I'm least. Sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, so the real Emmys happened. Mm-hmm. You did not watch any of them. Uh, here's what I thought we'd do. I have the list of the Emmys, of the winners and the nominees. We'll go through, like, the big ones. The, like, main ones. You know, the best supporting, best actor, best... We're not gonna do did. best best boy? Best gaffer? Well, that... Best that's key gonna grip? Be, that's gonna be done on a podcast to be filmed at a later date. 
Um, best assistant to the assistant of Brian Cranston. Best key grip. I already said that. Did you? Yes. No, you said best. Best. Boy. I said it. I said best. Best boy. Best gaffer. Best key grip. And that. Order. Oh, I'll be honest with you. You tune me out. I do. You son of a bitch. When you talk, I kind of I take a little criscation. Is what I like to call them. That sounds like a venereal disease. You know what does sound like a venereal disease, and I, we were talking about this earlier. Is I like that I saw in your eyes the moment where you made a decision. Yeah, of I was like, "Am I gonna this. go here? Am I not gonna go here?" Is uh, when I was in college, they had a thing called the Trebes. They had a thing. They had a thing. My friends made up a thing that they used to call me Trebes, and then somebody commented that calling me Trebes makes it sound like the Trebes sounds like a venereal disease, and so. There was a joke that there there's a disease called the Trebes, and the only you can get the Trebes, but the only way to to cure yourself of the Trebes is to get the Trebes again. That joke was funnier when I was talking to you about it on the train. Was but it? Anyone who who is out there again, I'll plug Eric Scalati of the Not Movies podcast. Great podcast, catcher of the Trebes. Um, Did he ever get rid of it? Um, I mean, and I think then get I, it again. I think I keep giving it to him every time I see him. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Emmys. Let's just move oh, on. right, yeah, awkwardly. Sure. Please cut that out. Don't cut that out. I don't care. Whatever. Jimmy Kimmel, the host. First uh, of all, how do you feel about Jimmy Kimmel? He's fine. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I, he's he's fine. I, yeah. I, you know, he was the best part of the Man Show, and he then, was the best part of the Man Show, and the best part, part win Ben Stein's money. Yeah, maybe the best part. Ben Stein was pretty great. He was all right. <laughs> Um, he was really good last night. He was he was actually really on point. There was a bit with him and Matt Damon that was like oh stellar. Yeah, it was that... unbelievable. It was right after Jimmy. What was Kimmel. Matt Damon even doing there? Jim. Well, they notoriously have like right, a little. Right, right. So did he come for that bit? Yeah, he came oh, okay. for that bit. Do you want to talk about their ongoing bit a little bit? So their know? ongoing bit is that when um, Jimmy Kimmel's show premiered. At the end of his very first episode, he made a joke, and I don't know if it was written or if it was a if it was just an offhand thing that he said. But as they were closing the credits, he was kind of making fun of that. You know, he's kind of not the Tonight Show. He's not a big show right now. And he said, "My apologies to Matt Damon. We just ran out of time." That the idea that like their show is so big already after the first show, the episode, that they would have a giant A-list star like Matt Damon, and they would bump him. Because they run out of time. And then that caught on and like became his catchphrase that he says at the end of every episode. I think he still says it to this day. Um, but ever since then, he and Matt Damon have notoriously traded jabs back and forth like the entire time. There was the famous Sarah Silverman video when, when Kimmel and Silverman were together. The I'm fucking Matt Damon, which he then countered with I'm fucking Ben Affleck, which was incredible yeah i mean they both were very good they were really good but that that i'm fucking ben affleck yeah, it's, video is just so chuck full of stars level. it's yeah. unreal yeah um and ever since then like they just have they have great they have great chemistry there's a, one of the more recent ones was um i think ben affleck coming on the show sneaking matt damon on too they actually used that clip at the emmys because nice. he was nominated jimmy kimmel show was nominated for an emmy and they used that clip uh, at the Emmys, and then he lost, and the bit was Matt Damon came on, and was just like, "That sucks, dude. That sucks that you, that you lost. You're a you're a big loser." <laughs> big, and it was great. Yeah, I mean, I would go online and watch it. It's worth. It's I, definitely worth. I, watching. I don't know that it's up there, but it's look I, for it. That bit might be up there by now. Like they might All have right. put that up by now. 
Um, let's see. Do you want to start with actors or do you want, like, I could start with the series and go down or I could start with the actors and build up. Whatever. All right, great. Um, this one's kind of, I kind of spoiled this for you and I'll start with this one because I spoiled it already yeah, you in the did. last episode. Uh, best drama series. The, the nominees were The Americans, Game of Thrones, House of Cards, Downton Abbey, Better Call Saul, Mr. Robot, Homeland. Question one, do you watch any of those shows? Uh, yes. Which ones? <laughs> Mr. Robot, I saw... This is for the first season of Mr. Yes, Robot. Yes, for the first yeah, season. I, I saw Robot. that. Any of the other ones? No. Okay, so your vote would probably go to Mr. Robot then. Uh, to be completely honest, Mr. Robot was good, yeah. but not until like more than halfway through the show, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It, it was a very generic hacker anonymous okay. yeah, kind yeah. of show and there's have you seen it yeah oh you have so spoiler alert for for anyone who hasn't seen it just skip forward like 30 seconds and we'll be done with it but there's there's a moment halfway through the show where you find out that like he's just hallucinating a ton they f- of stuff. they fight club it y- yeah it's basically fight club yeah sure but, but there's more than just like one person isn't real like it turns out the girl he's been like sort of involved with is his sister I think yeah 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 there's a whole there's a whole thing that that that's his sister and they all know they all kind of know each other because he suffers from a mental disorder and he's made up many people it seems like well they also don't by the end of the season they don't necessarily tell you who he's made up and who he hasn't i think i think see my impression was everyone was real but their relation the the status of their relationships well mr robot is not no he's not he's fake but the status of their relationship to each other okay is is fabricated it was something like his best friend and his sister really know each other. Well, but, like, did the thing where he went to this weird, like, drug den really happen? You know, stuff like that. Like, it seemed uh, like yeah. probably not. There's there's stuff that, that could be real, could be not real, uh, that they haven't really touched on. Yeah, yeah. The, the end of the first <clears throat> season left a lot of cliffhangers, and supposedly the second season, is it just blows it out of the water. So right. I, I more anticipate that <clears throat> it will probably win next year. Right, right, right. If at all. I mean, if Game of Thrones is still going. Yeah, I mean, so as I spoiled before, Game of Thrones won yeah. last night. Um, I mean, that's not really news. a yeah. huge surprise. No, not at think. all. I mean... The yeah the the Emmys have always loved that show. Everyone loves that show, so yeah. I'm not too surprised. Uh, best comedy series nominated were Veep, Transparent, Silicon Valley, Modern Family, Master of None, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and Blackish. Blackish did not win. Okay, <laughs> right out of the gate. I'm. Uh, it's between Master of None, Veep, and Transparent. Winner is Veep. Ah. Yeah. Okay. I've not... I Veep is like the next show on my list uh, to, yeah, it's, to it's, go through. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I could see that. I've yeah. not seen an episode of it. I've seen clips of it and it's mm. really... It's it, everything... I, I, every clip I've seen is really good. Yeah. Everyone I, in the cast that I know of is really good. Um, well, and Transparent is one that when I saw that it was up for comedy stuff, I was sort of not confused by but i could i could see an argument that it's a comedy but it's 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 kind of from what i understand like it started off clearly a comedy Hmm. and has since kind of morphed into a drama sure the same with uh orange is the new black that started off heavy comedy and is now like yeah in and to the point that i think now it gets in the drama category well i was i was going to say that um Transparent is a yeah. Transparent is a comedy in the same way that Orange Is the New Black is a comedy, in that it's not, not really really a comedy. It's, a, it's a drama with jokes. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, uh, best actress in a drama series. 
Uh, Viola Davis for How to Get Away with Murder. She's good. Claire Danes for Homeland. Probably not. Taraji P. Henson for Empire. Uh, probably not. Which, by the way, every time I see her, she just looks like a fucking mess. Really? Yeah, she just looks is. nuts. Uh, she was nominated for for an Oscar for Benjamin Button for his as his mom. Oh right, okay. Yeah, Tatiana Maslany for Orphan Black. Probably not. Carrie Russell. <laughs> she for, deserves it. <clears throat> Carrie Russell for The Americans. Probably not. Robin Wright for House of Cards. Mm, what was the first one? Viola Davis for How to Get Away with Murder, who won last year. Oh. I'm going to go with that one. Viola Davis? Yeah. You would be wrong. However, in good news, you would get what you want. Tatiana Maslany for Orphan Black. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, so I take it you watch Orphan Black? I No, I mean, I've seen it, and I know... Do you watch television at all? I don't have cable. Fair enough. Uh, no, I've seen, I've seen all of the characters, I mean, all of the different varieties of okay. the characters that she plays okay. on the show, and it's really, really impressive. Really? Yeah. Oh, have you I've not seen, seen the, I've seen the pilot... But I haven't seen... She plays anything. just just a fountain of different types of people. Yeah. Um, astounding. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a, a, she'll be a stock owner in one episode, and then she'll be a drug dealer in another. And so does she... Is it one of those things where she is that character, like, for the entire episode? Or is it... I, I think it's a story Or is it like about, a... Uh, what do you call it? Like, um... United States of Terra, where she just kind of switches all around. No, I, I think there are different... I you said you said you saw the pilot. I'm, I'm not. I'm really too sure of it. I, I mostly know it for its, um, for all of that those different types of characters okay. that she plays. But I I, right. I believe that it's something like she was cloned. Yeah. Or there are many different versions of her that were sort of dropped off in various places and right, all right, were right. raised in different areas. Right. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's. Uh, yeah, from what I remember, that's that's what that deal is. Um, Carrie Russell for the Americas. I've seen the. Uh, a little bit of the Americans. It's really good. Yeah. I, it's something you should give a chance. Yeah. House of Cards, I love that show. Yeah. Um, Robin Wright is great in that show. Um, like I said, Taraji B. Henson just seems like a fucking mess every time I see her, just in general, in public. Yeah. Um, that has nothing to do with her acting ability, but that's just my comment on it. Valid. I mean, I clearly don't watch Empire. I'm clearly not the demographic for Empire. Sure. Although, if you've ever seen Danny Strong, the creator of Empire is a short white man. They uh, always are. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, so, best actor in a drama series. This one I know. Okay. Um, Kyle Chandler for Bloodline. Rami Malek for Mr. Robot. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. Matthew Reese for The Americans, Liev Schreiber for Ray Donovan, and Kevin Spacey for House of Cards, and the winner was Rami Malek. Um, thoughts on Rami Malek? What I said about the show, notwithstanding, yeah, that man is a powerhouse. He is unbelievably good in this show. Yeah, he transcends any flaws that it, like I was slightly disappointed in the finale of the first season because oh, of the really. kind of twist, and I was like. Ah, really? We're going Fight Club on this? Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I sort um, of did too. But I... <clears throat> his tra- his performance transcended yeah. any problems I had with the show. Yes. Like, he was He's so, so good subtle. At he is subtle. Um, I mean, he has to be as someone who's clearly some form of uh, autism, or at least on the on the autism spectrum. Yeah, it is one he... of those performances. I, I watched the first couple episodes, and I was like, 
this kid has to actually have yeah. this. Like and he's, he's that totally good. different. Yeah. He's and I and I know the job of an actor is to do is to make me believe that. Yeah. And I was like, no, this can't be just an actor. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got some of this. Well, it's interesting too because have playing a character who clearly has a disorder of some kind like that where he really doesn't emote. Right. Um they do great things where they will do just super close-ups on his face and show crazy subtle eye movements. Just, yeah, I was just going to say, just the darting of, of his eyes or just the way he, like, he'll almost say something. Like, he'll his jaw will twitch or yes. something. You know what I mean? There's like, there's clearly an emotion buried in there. And yeah. you just get, they just open the door just a crack so you can see it, yeah. which is really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's phenomenal. He's constantly living in, in every moment of... That show. I think Christian Slater won last year, didn't he? Or he was at least... He won a Golden Globe for supporting, I think. Um, He's very good in He's really good. Not even nominated on this. No, that's a good call. But we haven't gotten to who was nominated yet, so I don't know if anyone would be booted off. But I'm very surprised he won because he is sort of an unknown. It's it's not... I mean, to go for for a best lead actor, to go to someone who no one really knows, in general, is... Pretty outrageous. So let me ask you this. Okay, of the others, I'll name them again. Kyle Chandler for Bloodline, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, Matthew Reese for The Americans, Liev Schreiber for Ray Donovan, and Kevin Spacey for House of Cards. Granted, I will contend that you don't that you have probably not seen any of any of these other than Rami Malik, who do you think would probably have the best chance? Did Liev Schreiber and Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. win for those shows before? Kevin Spacey no. most certainly, right? Maybe he has... So I here's the thing. If know. either of them had not yet, one of them. Okay. The other one, the one that I would really expect it to go to, though, right? is Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. I thought that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was... Um, That's who I, I would have put I, money I will say this. I actually love this category. Like, I love every I love every actor in this category. Yeah. Um, Bob Odenkirk. I love Rami Malek. Kyle Chandler... Will always be Coach Taylor to me, mm. but but I don't know. It, I mean, Bloodline is is on Netflix. I I encourage you to watch it. It's right. it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and again, I love House of Cards. I've never seen Ray Donovan. Um, I'm not big on Liam Schreiber. I actually really like him. Really? <clears throat> yeah. He's okay. He's alright. Did you see Spotlight? I did see Spotlight. He was great in Spotlight. Yeah. I will give him that. Um, it has Kevin Spacey. Won. Also, I mean, honestly, the best part, <clears throat> maybe second best part of uh, Wolverine Origins. I mean, other than the, the closing credits. Oh, zinger. Um, Actually, the opening credits was probably the best part. Do you um, remember the opening credits of that scene? No, I, it's, through, it's, through months of therapy, I blocked that movie out. No, no, man. The first, uh, probably the best part in X-Men history is the opening credits of that movie. What is the opening credits of that? It's him, it's Wolverine and uh, Sabretooth going through every major war. Oh, I do remember that. That was pretty good. Um, I think it's part of the reason the movie was so poorly received. Right. Was because they set it up to be this amazing movie with that great opening credit scene. He has never won an Emmy for Frank Underwood. Kevin Spacey. Mm. Um, so yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More because it's owed to him or they would feel that way. Yeah, I kind of get that. I mean, listen, whenever they announce the last season of House of Cards, he'll probably win. Yeah. Let, let me just put it that way. Yeah. Um, all right. Mm, we don't need to do best directing because that's really, that's really. Specific. Yeah. Who gives a shit about directors? Yeah. Oh, um, Rami Malek's first line of his acceptance speech. He's freaking out. He gets up on stage. He goes to the mic and he goes, please tell me you're seeing this too. Ah, it was great. It was the best. 
it was the best. That's Look good. that one up too. That's a good yeah. speech. Well, yeah, I heard his speech was very good. Uh, interesting fact about uh, Rami Malek mm-hmm. is um, first time a non-white actor has won that award uh, in 18 years. Yes, since uh, Andre Brower for, for Homicide. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, very nice. Um, Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series, Amelia Clark for Game of Thrones, Lena Headley for Game of Thrones, Maggie Jesus. Smith for Downton Abbey, Maura Tierney for The Affair, Maisie Williams for Game of Thrones, Jesus and Christ. Constance Zimmer for Unreal. Is it a Game of Thrones? It is not a Game of Thrones. What were the others? Uh, Maggie Smith, Downton Maggie Abbey. Smith, Maura, T- Maura Tierney for The Affair. And Constant Zimmer for Unreal. Unreal, the uh, Lifetime show. Yes, I've. This has been getting really good reviews. I've watched it. I don't like it. Do really? Yeah, I watched the first half of the first season, and I couldn't. Okay, it I'm. I'm probably gonna at least give it that much of a try because it's, I've heard really good things about it's it. It's pretty rough. Okay, probably it just doesn't get the funding it needs. How's she in it? Who is she? Constance is she the Zimmer, main? She's the, the main, main woman. Yeah, the main woman. She's good. Okay. Yeah, she's good. I, I think it probably just doesn't get the funding it needs. There's a lot of actors who are like, come on! Oh, okay. You know, I'm just trying to do my job! That was wow, that loud. was really loud. Come on! I'm just trying to do... That's, <laughs> that's still it. really loud. Just keep doing it. Just I was trying to do it quieter. It. Come on! No, no. Just don't It's not going to work. Um, but yeah, they're all like kind of zany and over the top. And okay. they don't really know how to be in front of a camera. Yeah, she's part. always good. She's, she's like a... She's the dramatic Pam Adlon. That's what I always... I, whenever I see her, I'm like, duh, dramatic Well, she's, she's really Adlon. good in the show when they, they sort of shove her right into just complete despair oh, okay. and sorrow. And she's just wallowing in, in despair of her own life, oh. which is hysterical. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, but everything else is kind of blah. Okay. Um, I don't think it was Maggie Smith. Am okay. I wrong? Keep, well, keep going. I want to see... Here, I want to... I wanna... That means I'm wrong. I want to see who you who you think it actually is. Then I don't know what the affair is. The affair is um, the guy I showed you, Dominic West, who I thought would be a good Batman a couple episodes ago. I showed you a picture of him, um, but it's riveting. I don't know. No, I I, I have no. It's idea. Maggie Smith. Oh, Maggie okay. Smith one for right, Downton right, Abbey. Right. Listen, it's the, it's Downton. It was Downton Abbey's finale. Maggie oh, Smith I is forgot. Amazing in yeah, that show. Yeah, that's right. I so forgot about it's, that. It's only fitting. Um, okay, yeah. I am pretty surprised it wasn't a Game of Thrones. I mean, there are three of them on there. I know, I know. But listen, Dame Maggie Smith, she'll she'll kick all their asses. Look, she probably walked in and was like, oh, it would be lovely for me to win an Emmy. And they were like, yes. They actually made a joke about that because she has been nominated for nine. She's won Jesus. three. I think this was her fourth. This was her third. What shows has she been Hold in other than second. this? And she has shown up for none of them. <laughs> Including Jimmy Kimmel spent a good portion of his monologue talking about how Maggie Smith has shown up to everything to to accept every award. Tonys, Oscars, BAFTAs, Golden Globes. Never shown up to the Emmys. And he's like, why do we keep giving awards to this woman? She never shows up. It's a slap in the face. If she wins tonight... We're not giving it to her. And then she won, and he walked out on stage. They were like, we are accepting this on her. And he's like, no, 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 no. And he said, Maggie Smith, if you want this, you can find it in the Lost and Found. And he walked off with it. It was great. It was really good. Um, best Variety Sketch Series. Oh. Um, documentary Now. Drunk History. Inside Amy Schumer. Key and Peel, Portlandia. 
Saturday Night Live. How long has Portlandia been on? Ooh. Years. Yeah. Five. At least. Key and Peel. Key and Peel it is. Nice. It was their last season as well. So you always get that last season like bump. Um, they're really on fire. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're did you great. did you see Keanu? I did not see Keanu. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm really. I, I I do want to see it when it comes to whatever platform it comes yeah, to. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it'll be on Netflix it. soon. Um. Yeah, I remember the first time I told my girlfriend about that movie, and I was like, "Look, you have to watch this trailer." And she was like, "Ah, oh, you know, you always come home and say I have to watch a trailer. What's this one?" And I said, "Okay, it's." For a movie called Keanu. Hear me out. Yeah, I, I when it comes, I'm definitely going to watch it. It's it's for sure. Um, best Variety Talk Series. So, like... like yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk show. Um, comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel Live. Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. The Late Late Show with James Corden. Real Time with Bill Maher. The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. Uh, it's got to be last week tonight, right? Yeah, with John Oliver. Nice. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I That's watch the it new every da- time it comes it out. It is the new Daily Show. Yeah. Like basically. I predict, like this is just going to be. He's just going to win Emmy after Emmy after Emmy after. Yeah, Emmy. probably. It's, I mean, it, it really is like the, I mean, that's a great way of putting it because Trevor Noah's fine. He's fine, but he just doesn't. He he puts, falls between John Stewart and Craig Kilborn. Uh, yeah, I was going to say he, he certainly puts more effort into the humor and not into... I mean, there was such a, a deep sincerity that Jon Stewart had in the show. Right. Uh, and I don't see that with Trevor That's Noah, ki- and I see of, it, but I see it with John Oliver. Yeah, it's kind of the likes... It, that That is going to be something the likes of which we will never really see again. I think for that show, for yeah, The Daily Show. Sure. Like, that was just... I remember... You and I have been alive long enough to have seen him come on to the show yeah and kind of like i don't know if you watched it when you were yeah. a kid with Kilborn on it yeah and it was a different show yeah. and it was fine it was, and that could still be on today like, it, was, it was he was pretty rough on it he like was, he he definitely felt like a child in shoes that were too big for him right but there was a different they took a different slant with it when yeah. it first came on they wanted to to be like a local news station right rather than a national yes um, uh, actually, fun fact: in one of the first seasons, one of my old professors is on the show. Oh, really? Uh, he's he got covered for doing a, uh, a performance art piece where he covered himself in, I think, popcorn. Okay. And then laid out by the airport so seagulls would eat it off of him. That's amazing. Yeah, and they interviewed him. His name's Davin Heckman. I'm sure you can find the the clip. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but that, I mean, that again, that Kilborn show. I, it would totally work to, fine today. It would be yeah. fine. It'd be good. It wouldn't garner any awards, but it'd be doing well. Um, and then Stewart came on, and like you're right, it was just a it was a different thing. And I re- I remember when I was a kid not liking that John Stewart was replacing Craig Kilborn because yeah. I was a big fan of the show. I, I was too young for that, but I remember my sister being like, "I'm not okay with this." Yeah, yeah. And then he came on, and it was so good, and it just got better and better, and it yeah. it became a different. Well, it was interesting thing. when it it became a. A celebrity talk show, and then it became a political, political talk, talk show, show. which yeah. was interesting. And it be it, it, it really was, evolved. It a was lot. very weird to watch it as someone who was a fan of it before he even came on, and mm. was a fan of it just for the comedy. It was weird to watch it morph into a, a, a um, like it was weird to watch it morph into a show that had a social conscience. Yes. And so that was really odd. Well, and it was right but around... It's still to bring, exciting. Yeah, and it was right around, and not to bring it back to this in the last 
right, half right, right, episode right. we talked about it, but around nine eleven. Right. Yes, was, he was, really like yeah. came into his own. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I th- I feel like last week to bring it back to what we were talking last week tonight is that it's not I don't think it's going to be the same thing because that was so new and that was so yeah diff- not different but it was time for a show like that to come yes. into our generation. Um, but that last week tonight is just going to win Emmy after Emmy because yeah, it's just so. going to be the new. It's fantastic. It's I mean, thing. it really has a sincerity that most of the other. Um, comedy talk shows lack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I normally wouldn't do this one, but I'm gonna say this one just because I, I know you'll like the outcome. Um, best writing for a variety special: Amy Schumer, Live at the Apollo; John Mulaney, The Comeback Kid; Patton Oswalt, Talking for Clapping; Tignataro, Boyish Girl Interrupted; and <laughs> Triumphs Election Special 2016. Oh my God, I. <sighs> There's so... Is this about... Are you reading this one because of a particular person? Yes. Because there's a couple in there I, I really like. I know there's liked. a couple. As I was reading, I was like, oh, there's actually a couple in here that you actually like. All right, I'm going to say my favorite one. Yeah. John Mulaney? Nope. <sighs> Tig Notaro? Nope. Patton Oswalt. What? He's fine. Oh, I thought you liked him really Yeah, he's lot. good. I yeah. Like uh, out of all the people on there... I'm sure. But out of all the people on that list, he's right in the <clears throat> middle. Oh, really? Yeah, John Mulaney is really probably my favorite comedian. And Tignataro is a close second. Um, okay, best limited series: American Crime, Fargo, The Night Manager, The People versus O.J. Simpson, and oh. Roots. Oh God. Uh, O.J. Simpson. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, this thing was all over the place. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. This thing was like fucking crazy. This yeah, was another no. thing that it just captured. It was something that just captured the American culture for this moment i don't know why we got like juice fever this past summer but we did have you seen it i haven't i started to watch the other one the um the documentary series oh yeah that was really good yeah um the oj made in america that's really good i i give that one a vote to anyone listening out there go watch that it's actually really good i do want to watch this has anything changed what do you mean well since the end he's in jail does that change didn't he get free? Did they he, determine he did it? No, 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 no. But then he went to jail for like break. No, for robbery or armed robbery oh, or something I didn't know like that. that. Yeah, he's he's gone. He's done. He's he, they sentenced him to so many years that he's probably never going to get. Why out of jail. would you get off that easy? And that or that that closely? Why would you take that? Like it's so close. He almost went to jail for the rest of his life. Maybe yeah. even had um, capital punishment. Right. And got off scot free, and then you, you and then you, you robbed, robbed a place. Some, it said something to do with somebody stole, or he felt somebody stole his a memory. The other glove. Memor- <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was it. Uh, his memorabilia, or like his, some of his stuff. Good God, I don't know. It was weird. So you called the police. Remember when they helped you out before <laughs> by not being able to help it? Maybe that's why he did it. Because they he were was he like, was like, they couldn't even get enough evidence to convict me. Yeah, they're never going to catch this guy. God. Um, I think what happened, well, I think it was a misunderstanding. I think he called the police and he's like, hey, somebody stole my stuff. And they're like, great, we'll get right over. And he's like, here, I'll tell you what. I'm going to hop in my Bronco. Just oh, follow God. me to the <laughs> And then it was just, it was a big misunderstanding. (laughs) 
That's the best joke you're going to get out of me this entire podcast. And I don't mean this episode. I mean forever. I'm that's okay the, with that. That's the best joke I'm if ever going to do. If you can just aim for that higher quality for the rest of the time we do uh, this, I will be absolutely fine with that. That's never going to happen again. Wow. It was really good. I'm really proud of that joke. That's I'm going to go on record. I don't normally toot my own horn. That's not true. I toot it all the time. But I'm going to go on record right now and say that was a damn fine joke, That's Chris. That's pretty great. Good job. Pat yourself on the back. That's right, because no one else is going to do it. Certainly not my wife who doesn't listen to this show. I'm just going to put that in there. Just want to see if she's listening. Sarah, you're not listening. I know you're not full of crap. Best television movie, Andrew. <laughs> Very Merry Christmas. Oh. All the Way. That's the Elder. Oh, movie. yeah. Right. Uh, confirmation. That's the one with um, Kerry Washington. Don't worry about it. Uh, Luther mm. and Sherlock the Abominable, the Abominable Bride. Did you just have a stroke? Yeah, I did. So I think I think someone I think I overheard someone saying it. Okay. So I think it's I would not think this otherwise. I I would think that it was. What were the first ones you named? A very Murray Christmas. Nah. All the way. Maybe. Confirmation. No. Luther. No. Sherlock. Yeah, Sherlock. It is Sherlock. Yeah. It's always Sherlock. I, I it's always going to be Sherlock. Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, did you see this? The, this is the one that they like flashback to actual period. I haven't seen any of the Sherlock. You've never seen any Sherlock? No. It's on my list, but it's really hard for me to justify it when each episode is like an hour and a half. I almost threw this water in your face. Please don't. The mic is right here. I know. But it's... I I can't even... I, I can't. I know. I Honestly, like, Benedict Cumberbatch is fine. I don't really like Martin Freeman all that much. You're wrong. I mean, I didn't really like him as uh, Arthur Dent. Okay. Uh, I didn't really like him in Civil War. Okay. What about The Office? I haven't seen that one. I've seen the American one. I didn't really like him in... What was that movie that he was in with everybody? It had, like, Alan Rickman and Liam Neeson and Bill Nye... Wait, who? Martin Freeman? Yes. Oh, Love Actually. Yeah, he I didn't he was fine, I guess. He's really he's I've never seen him in a movie where I'm like, "Whoa, Martin Freeman, look okay, at you." Okay, but Benedict Cumberbatch. He's fine. I God he's damn good. You. I you know, I saw him in Star Trek. Okay, watch just watch at least one tr- watch the first episode you know of Sherlock. Is. You know what it is? I'm worried it's going to be better than the Robert Downey Jr. one. It is better than the Robert Downey Jr. one. It is. It's so much better. But they're so good. He's the best Sherlock I've ever seen. Stop it. He is. Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies are the best. You're an idiot. Have you seen both of them? I've seen the first one. The second one is actually better. It's very good. Well, it would have to be by standards of any measure. Listen... It was fine. I didn't. I shouldn't say. I didn't hate it. It was just like oh, all right. It was fine. Get in a, a get in a white bronco right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, best actor in a limited series or television movie. Brian Cranston, all the way. Benedict Cumberbatch, Sherlock. Idris Elba for Luther. Cuba Gooding Jr. for The People versus O.J. Simpson. I didn't even know he was in that. He plays O.J. Simpson. Why didn't they just get O.J. Simpson? Shut up. He's been in movies. Tom Hiddleston. He was in... Uh... He was in Lethal Weapon. No, not Lethal Weapon. Um, the Naked Gun. Yeah, the other. Yeah, the, the fake other Lethal one. Weapon. Yeah. Um, Tom Hiddleston, The Night Manager. Good God. This is a good list. Courtney B. Vance, The People vs. O.J. Simpson. I don't know who that is. Um, he was the guy who played 
Johnny Cochran in The People vs. O.J. Simpson. I mean, it's got to be Brian Cranston, right? Nope, it's Courtney B. Vance. What? But I have. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a hint for the rest of these, which there aren't many more. Um, When in doubt, go with The People vs. O.J. Simpson. This thing was all over the place. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean that it was good enough to win necessarily. mm, But that's the thing about the Emmys is Uh, a lot of times. Yeah. Movies are different. Like if a movie's big, that's that's what it's meant to do. Yeah. It's meant to just like be huge. But the Emmys, when something captures the culture that way, the Emmys just give it to them. Yeah, like, right. You can pretty much guarantee it's going to win a bunch of Emmys. Best Actress in a Limited Series or Television Movie, Kirsten Dunst for Fargo, Felicity Huffman for American Crime, Audra McDonald for Lady Day, Emerson's Ooh. Bar and Grill, Sarah Paulson for The People vs. O.J. Simpson, Lily Taylor for American Crime, and Kerry Washington for Confirmation. Paul Lillison for People vs. O.J. Simpson. You'd be right. Hey. Um, in, a, in a really interesting moment, she played Marsha Clark. She brought Marsha Clark with her. What? So Sarah Paulson played Marsha Clark. Yeah. And brought the real Marsha Clark with her. On set? No. To the awards. Oh. I was like, that what? was her plus one. Her date was Marsha Clark. Wow. That was pretty. That was actually really cool. Um, <clears throat> what time are we at? Alright, I'm gonna do. Alright, Best Supporting Actor in a Limited Series Sterling Brown for People vs. O.J. Simpson, Hugh Laurie for The Night Manager, Jesse Plemons for Fargo, David Schwimmer for O.J. Simpson, John Travolta for O.J. Simpson, Bokeem Woodbine for Fargo. Who's the first one? Sterling K. Brown for The People vs. O.J. Simpson. Can't be David Schwimmer. It's not David Schwimmer. It can't be John Travolta. It is not John Travolta. Is it the first one? It is the first one. Who the fuck is that? I don't know, but you know what's hilarious? He beat David Schwimmer and John Travolta. Is that really? What do you mean? Is that really? Is that really that hard to do? Yeah, they're big stars who went to television. You know what I mean? Like they. David Schwimmer went to television, well, did he? Right. John Travolta. I really thought John Travolta was going to win because they're like, "Hey, John Travolta stooped to doing television." <laughs> you know things yeah, like that. Sure. Um, best supporting actress. Oh, this one's pretty good. Best supporting actress: Kathy Bates for American Horror Story. Oh. Olivia Coleman for The Night Manager. Regina King for American Crime, Melissa Leo for All the Way, Sarah Paulson, again, for American Horror Story this time, and Gene Smart for Fargo. I've forgotten most of them already. All right. It was Regina King for American Crime anyway. So I don't know what that is. American Crime is um, a series. It's, it's kind of like um, American Horror Story in that, like, they have a cast of actors that they use, and they tell a different story every season, right. and they recast them. Um, it's also by the same people. Like true. Oh, so the opposite of True Detective, where they just recast. Yeah, no, it's the opposite. Like I said, American Horror Story does like the same people over and over. Like Jessica, Jessica Lange is always in it. Yeah, yeah. Zachary Kinto was for a while. For yeah, for a little while. Yeah, so they do that. That's what they do. Um, Best actor in a comedy series. Anthony Anderson for Blackish, Aziz Ansari for Master of None, Will Forte for The Last Man on Earth, William H. Macy for Shameless, Thomas Middleditch for Silicon Valley, and Jeffrey Tambor for Transparent. 
Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, he was... didn't win last year. I remember. Um, I remember he was notoriously, su- I mean, supposed to win. I put in quotes. Right. But um, Aziz Ansari was notably last year reading a book when the camera flashed his name for his show, um, Master of None. Mm-hmm. He was reading a book called How to Lose to Jeffrey oh, yes, Tambor yeah, yeah, Respectably yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, I do. Who won that? I don't even remember who won. It was that. not Jeffrey Tambor. It was neither of them. Yeah, it was someone else. Um, yeah, well, so it was good. Jeffrey I mean, Tambor. I was. He's, a, he's great. I was a little disappointed. Will Forte didn't win. Mm. I would have. Have you seen Last Man? On I've Night? seen some of it. I haven't seen enough. It's but. great. It really is so. Yeah, it's very funny. Done. Um, um, Aziz Ansari. I was. I was a little. I haven't seen Master of None, but I've heard nothing. Yeah, I haven't either. Really I have like three friends in it. Yeah. One of our teachers is in it. One of our teachers is in it? Who is in it? Uh, Ed Satrakian? Yeah, that's the one. He's in that? Yes. Ed Satrakian's in that? I'm nearly certain. Sure. I mean, I haven't seen it. All right. I'll look it up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. iTunes, not too long ago, gave away the entire second season of Blackish for free. Well, how else are they going to get it to people? Um, It's really good. I actually really enjoy that show. I've seen a monologue from it, I think, about Obama? Or something. There's like a really beautiful speech. Yeah, that there there was like stands. a very special episode, mm. which was really well done. But the whole season, the whole series is actually really well written mm. and really well done. I think it's kind of under, I think it's underrated by the mass audience. Sure. That I think people should should give it a better a better chance. Okay. Yeah. Um, best actress in a comedy series: Ellie Kemper for Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, Julia Louis Dreyfus for Veep, Laurie Metcalf for Getting On. I don't even know what that is. Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish. She's actually great in that show. Um, Amy Schumer, Inside Amy Schumer. Lily Tomlin, Gracie, and Frankie. Julia Lowe Dreyfus? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. Like I said, we said this before when we were talking about Veep. Every every clip I've seen of her yeah. is amazing. And she great. can do no wrong. There's yeah. really... There's nothing you can't. Do it's funny because I remember when she she tried for a while after Seinfeld to, to do stuff and it but didn't, all it didn't of work her out. they never worked out but all of, but they were always really good. That's what I remember, and she always got really good reviews. They were like, "This is really good. Everybody should watch it." Nobody would watch it, and so it got canceled. Um, that sounds right. This is gonna be the last. I think this is the last one we're gonna do. Best supporting actress in a comedy series. This one was really surprising. I know we're gonna go over. We'll cut That's a bunch fine. of this shit out. Um, Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. Anna Klumski for Veep. Gabby Hoffman for Transparent. Allison Janney for Mom. Judith Light for Transparent. Kate McKinnon for SNL. uh, Sorry, Niecy Nash for Getting O. I actually knew this one too. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon, who is... I mean, she's a superstar at this point. Really great. Yeah. Really fantastic. And... Did you see Ghostbusters? I did. I still have not seen Ghostbusters. She is. I mean, she's worth the ticket price. Alone. Is she really? Yeah. She's her stuff is fantastic. Yeah, and she's always really good on SNL. She and every, Chris Hemsworth are both just every once in a while she gets a little overbearing on SNL, but for the mm. most part, she nails it. Well, every I, I, yeah, time I would out. be a little worried about putting her in a lead role, right? Um, because she is, you know, what happens when you give Jack Sparrow the reins? Right. You know what exactly. I mean? What yeah, happens yeah. when you give if you gave Cosmo Kramer his own spinoff? Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they're characters it's too much. Yeah, they're yeah. characters who need to be yeah, yeah. the best friend. But she is so good on that show, and it would she's just, just like, an endless well of energy. I think that she is one of the first people from SNL to win in a while. I mean, yeah, people get nominated all the time. That's for that not show. surprising to me. But she, but like Kristen Wiig never won. 
I don't think. I mean, her stuff on SNL really wasn't that great. Target Lady? Eh. I, I remember she played um, that talk show host lady, Regis and Kelly. Kelly, what's her Kathy face? Kathy Lee. Ka- yeah, sure, whatever. She was great as Kathy Lee. She was terrible. I mean, she she was probably fine, but whoever, if it was her or whoever was writing, writing. that stuff, wasn't very good. Yeah. They just made her drunk. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But that, I mean, that's the joke about Kathy. And Lee. then she would sometimes have an English, but if you, if you can't make a joke on a gimmick. Oh, I see what you can't make a, you can't make a five to ten minute bit right. on, yeah, she's just drunk. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was really nice to see. It was really great to see somebody from SNL actually And win. she's just and a she, powerhouse. And if anyone was going to win. Yeah. Um, good for her. Oh, there were a bunch more. Are there any good? No, there's two. Oh, there's one that I do want to do. Um, best supporting actor in a comedy series. Uh, Matt Walsh for Veep, Keegan Michael Keegan Michael Key for Key and Peele, Tony Hale for Veep, Titus Burgess for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Ty Burrell for Modern Family, Andre Brower for Brooklyn Nine Nine, and Louis Anderson for Baskets. Oh, I did know this one too. This one was all over my social yeah, media. Yeah, it is. And the man that I thought died a long time ago, but that may have been John Candy I was thinking of. Yep. Louis Anderson. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Have you seen that show? I saw the pilot and that is I've only enough seen the commercials. to know that he should win. It looks really good. I, haven't, I didn't so even know he great. was in it. He, I, I didn't know either until yeah. he just walked on screen and you were like, what the fuck is that? Because for a while I was like, is that Louis Anderson in a dress? And oh. then I'm watching it and I'm like, he is amazing on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you just watch it one episode, you'll understand why he won. Is that written by Louis C.K.? It's written by Louis C.K. and... Uh, it stars Zach Galifianakis. And Zach Galifianakis, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, yeah, I remember I remember when the first trailer came out. Is it a trailer if it's a TV show? Is it a commercial? commercial? When know. the first commercial came out for that show, I, I remember... It's it's just Zach Galifianakis trying to order a beverage at a fast food drive thru Right, 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 right. And it was one of the it was like the funniest two minutes that it was I'd great. ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it's really of good. of him just trying to order like a Fago or something. Well, the, yeah, because the concept Schweppes. of the show is that he is a um, he's a he studied clowning in France. He right. wanted to be a professional yes. clown, and he flunked out of clowning school. <laughs> and so the only job, but this is his passion. Yeah. And so he refuses to give up on it. And so the only job he can get is to be a rodeo clown right. in Texas named Baskets. And just... It like, sounds pretty good. It's so freaking good. And it, the, the he is... Louis Anderson in it is like the best part. Alright. Yeah. I'll check it out. It's I mean, it's so on the good. list. There's one more. Is it, is it on a, a streaming thing? Uh, it's on FX. So FX, FX has a... Because the, the first season just got done. I think you might be able to see it on on their website. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you go to if you go to their website, I'm sure you could you might be able to check. Yeah, all right. Um, this will be the last. I, this one I swear is the good. Last lord, one. Uh, best supporting actor Jonathan Banks, Better Call Saul, Peter Dinklage, Kit Harrington, and no, sorry, Peter Dinklage and Kit Harrington, Game of Thrones, Michael Kelly for House of Cards, Ben Mendelsohn for Bloodline, oh. and John Voight for Ray Donovan. Who's Kit? Whoever. Kid Harrington, uh, John Snow. Oh, it's got to be Dinklage and Snow, doesn't it? Nope. Oh, uh, who's the last one? John Voight for Ray Donovan. Nah, who's the one before that? Ben Mendelsohn for Him? Bloodline. Yeah, yeah. Justin Time for Rogue One. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Eddie He's Wynn great. For Justin Time for Rogue One. Is he in Doctor Strange or is that the other guy from? Yeah. Hannibal. Yeah, it's the guy who plays Hannibal is in Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's the Emmys. That was fun. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, if nothing else, 
we gave some notice to some shows that people didn't hear about. Yeah. Go watch go watch some good shows. Like if if any of these shows that are listed are you're able to watch them, go watch them cuz they're they're good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you would recommend one, which one would it be? Um Mr. Robot. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah, it'd be mine too. Yeah. So I guess go see Mr. Robot. Yeah. Go watch Mr. Robot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go on a reading assignment. Yeah. What do you say? Uh, you want to start or you want me yeah, to Yeah, I'll go. Yeah? Uh, this is my favorite thing that you have given me so yeah. far. Yeah! All right. So I gave you last week Identity Crisis. Yep. Go ahead and tell them about what Identity Crisis is about. It's... I guess it's not hard to talk about. I was going to say it's hard to talk about without ruining anything, but there really isn't anything to ruin until maybe the last issue. Right. It is a classic whodunit. Yes. Um, very similar to... Not very similar. In its own right... Um, but along the same lines as the Long Halloween. Yeah, good point. Where you're really trying to figure out who this person is. There's very little violence or fighting. Um, it's really just a tale of who has done this thing, and right. everyone's trying to figure it out. Um, and very similar to the Long Halloween, I ha- I knew what it was three or four different times right and then it was not, not one. Yeah, none of them yeah. like, never occurred to me who, who ended up being the uh, the person responsible for the crime yeah he does a Meltzer does a really good job about setting up red herrings that mm. don't feel obvious yes that, that it's not like I'm gonna take you purposely down this path just because we got to kill some time and I got to lead you down somewhere so it's not right. so direct. Yeah, every page in this is leading towards, towards the end. Yes, yeah. And that's the thing is that I I love this miniseries. The first time I read it, this is this comic, um, it is the one of the few comics, if not the only comic, that I can remember having a physical reaction to mm. during, spoiler kind of spoiler, the chase with uh, Captain Boomerang and Robin's dad. The chase? Not the chase, but when Captain Boomerang breaks into the house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and Robin is... And, uh, because there's that reveal of, like, who he's really going after. Right. And you're like, oh, my... God. And I literally turned a page and went, oh! Like, I've never done that before reading yeah. alone. Sure. Um, but it's... Yeah, he does a really good with, with red hair. Yeah, nothing's wasted. He does a lot of really good stuff with um, blank panels mm-hmm. without dialogue. Yep. We were just talking about Rami Malek. Um, who has very subtle movements in his eyes and even in his jaw or in his, his body. Um, you see that. Right. You, the, the characters are... I mean, the the artist is an actor in this. Yeah. Um, and you can tell how good of an actor the artist is by looking at all of the characters. Yes. He's playing literally every character in this. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting to see characters like The Flash not say anything right for maybe three <clears throat> panels in a row right um and see the transition they go through emotionally just in those three panels yeah yeah, yeah. i love um i love one of the opening in the in that opening sequence of elongated man and firebird yes when they're sitting on the rooftop there's that i think it's on the first page even they have the whole thing about about a novel you know yeah in a yeah. novel you know that the main ca- the main characters are not going to die but if you have some secondary characters. And so there from there on, the entire series is pretty much about the kind of the second tier characters yes. of the DCU. It is not about Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Right. It is very heavily about those other characters that n- people other than hardcore um, geeks would not really know about. Right. You know? Um, especially not when this came out. Right. Uh 
elongated man and the yeah. atom and even hawkman zatanna even Hawkman's i mean Zatana, they're both yeah. very popular but only very popular among comic nerds exactly. there hasn't been a movie yeah, yet yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not really in the tv shows exactly exactly um so i love that concept and once i read that line i was like okay i know now everything is on the table yeah um the by the way side note one of the reasons i love this i have such affinity for this miniseries is that um there is the when he is talking elongated man is talking about how he met his wife he has the line um that's the thing about that that is why they don't just sell chocolate and vanilla in an ice oh, cream yeah. shop is that every once in a while someone comes in and orders a scoop of butter pecan yeah i use that line in my wedding vows it Jesus was a line Christ. that i have said to my wife many many times because i remember i remember reading that and going, oh, that's how every nerd feels. Sure. Like, that yeah. is the culmination. Yeah. He, Brad Meltzer put into words how every nerd feels about a girl. Did or, I, or how every nerd feels about love. Did everyone in the wedding go, oh. Um, no. Were they all like, nerd? They did do that. And okay. then they threw stones at me. <laughs> it was very painful. But yeah, this is fantastic. It is so good. It was really cool for me to see more of Hawk. Man. Yes, Hawkman. You want to say Hawkeye, but it's Hawkman. Hawkeye. Yeah. Hawkeye. I really, yeah, it was really cool to see more of uh, Hawkman. Mm. I, I've never known his powers. Really. Right. I've always known he could fly. I didn't really know why, but he's got like the, the vision as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's the only one who can tell Flash is in the room at one point. Oh, because he's Hawk Vision. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But, and there's a great moment because Flash is vibrating so fast yeah, that you yeah. can't see him. And there's a great moment too where I think Green Arrow is like... You can come out too, Hal. And he's like, how did you know? And Hal Jordan comes and he's like, how did you know it was here? And he was like, I, I was bluffing. But yeah. I, think, you know, I figured yeah, yeah, you would yeah. come out if I said that. Yeah, that was great. And there, um, yeah, there. I mean, there's so many great moments. Oh, the other thing I love about this story is that, um, th- like I said, this was a, a miniseries that kind of cracked open the DCU. Yeah. It ended up, because of the events in this book, the Justice League disbanded. Right. Um, and it took a while for it to kind of reform again into, into uh, what it would be. But um, I love through this very kind of simple whodunit, it takes you on this deep path of, of mystery and intrigue mm-hmm. throughout the entire series. And it's not just, in, in a lot of ways, the murder itself is very kind of tangential to what the actual storyline is. Yeah. It, it is just a, it is a um, MacGuffin, it's, if you will. It is about something much bigger than much the story. Much bigger than the, than, the, than the story it's actually telling. Yeah. Yeah, which makes it just, just so compelling. And it, it's it's actually great to read over and over again. I now know the ending, and I still... Yeah, I bet. It's one of those ones that you, you read again, and you go, oh, now I see how it's connected this way and this way and this right. way. I can see... It's fun to see the wheels in motion yeah. now. The, the only thing I did not like uh-huh. is... The, and I mean this literally, I think this term gets thrown around a lot as like chauvinistic, but right. I, the objectification of women in this, where like, yeah. the, the, there's a rape that happens that is yeah. like very clearly just to move the plot along. Right, right, right. Um, you know, there's a lot of women dying or nearly dying. Right. Um, it's it's very, the women are used as tools a number of times in it. Yeah, um, I sort of forgive it because the storyline... It almost requires something like that because it yeah. has to be about the people who these superheroes care about the most. Yes. So it makes sense that it's their significant others. And who in to a be mostly women. male-dominated world, right? 
then the women are gonna right. yeah exactly and and you know they even sort of counter that with uh, Robin's dad at one point being right. one of the potential victims right, right, thereafter right. right but yeah it's really really interesting a really cool story lots of twists and turns um yeah it's really really great you Good. really learn a lot about a lot of the characters yeah I mean um, that's the other thing it's a great if you know tangentially the DCU and yeah. you want to know get to know it more and more like I said those B level C level even even the A level I mean Flash really comes into his own in this too where he's right. like what do you mean Barry Allen agreed to this right. or, or whatever exactly you know? yeah, yeah yeah but you get to, you really get to know those those other levels of the DCU if yeah you, it's a great inter- um, you know, kind of leading you through and you never feel lost you never feel like no. it's not so dense in those lower level yeah. heroes that you're like who is this this is, this is, is sort this of like the defenders of yeah. the DC yeah. universe that's a good way of putting it um, yeah. they're like the alternate Justice League right 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 yeah. <laughs> well this a story as well I wanted to say does a great job of <clears throat> making sure you know why Superman Batman the Flash and Green Lantern are not helping which is great. Yes. They do a great job with that. Because a lot of times you read comics and you're like, okay, where's Captain America? Okay, where's yeah. Superman? Why is it? Why don't like, they just fly in and fix everything? One of the things that uh, I didn't talk about when you had me read the Sinestro Corps books right. was why isn't... Su- there was like one shot of Superman kind of helping out and then he just sort of disappears. Right. And I was yeah. like, where is he? Why yeah. isn't he helping why out? He you know, it doesn't really out. make any sense. Yeah. But this does a great job of just putting a button right on that. Yes. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I'm really glad that you liked it. Like yeah. I said, that was one that I was... I'm from keeping the... this. Fine. No, not a chance. <laughs> okay. Um, By the way, I, I, I poured nougat down one of them. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, good. Which I melted one? it first, all of them. Okay, cool. I just dipped it in a vat. Nice. I mean, it, whatever makes it more delicious. <laughs> I will say... There was it was bittersweet reading those because every time I'd go through and I'd be like God I gotta fucking open this thing back up and put it back in I, I gotta close it and I gotta open this other fucking thing up and open it and make sure I don't fucking tear anything yeah um, all right so you gave me Old Man Logan mm-hmm. um, I feel like this could go either way or be in the middle okay so. <laughs> That was very... I feel like... But, you really took a chance on that prediction, Andrew. <laughs> well, here's the, here's what I mean by that. There are books that I have given you, like like Hawkeye. Yeah. I was like, I will be so surprised if you are anything other than just ecstatic about yeah, this yeah, book. Yeah. Um, this is one that I feel like could really go anyway. Okay. I really enjoyed this book. Yeah. I, um, I, this is the fastest I've read anything you've given me. Including Hawkeye? Including Hawkeye. Um, you gave this to me last week. By the time I got home, I was halfway done wow. with it, um, and the next day I finished it. You know, I was going to say the same thing about Identity Crisis. I, I probably finished it about a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it is a quick read. It's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's written by Mark Millar, who wrote... Um, His name's who, Miller. No, it's Millar. It's pronounced Millar. Look, don't listen to how he pronounces it. Let's tell you pronounce yes, it. Yes, okay. I'm right. Oh, well then, my mistake. Thank you. Um, he also wrote Wanted. Have you ever read Wanted? We've been over this, and no, I haven't. Okay. Because I, I asked, because I said I've seen the movie, and I oh, said, it's but notably... Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing like the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's interesting about this is... He, he wrote, you also said he wrote... <clears throat> Kick-Ass? Yep, that's yep. the one. Well, the reason I bring up Wanted is, I don't know, uh, I meant to look up which came first, mm. but... The backstory to both of these are exactly the same. Really? Yes. It is about wanted is also about a world in which all in which supervillains exist. Oh. Uh, and kind of rule. They just happen to rule in a secret society, not out in the open. Oh, right, sure. But it's because all the supervillains at one time 
coordinated themselves and attacked all the heroes. I mean, it's a good idea. It's a, it's it's a, a great, great idea. It's a great question to ask. Why hasn't why that ever happened? Why hasn't that ever been done? Yeah. But I was like, I read it and I was like, this is like, like the dialogue that they used to describe oh, what happened no. was almost exactly <laughs> the same. Um, that being said, it is a great concept. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll go with it. And he's stealing from himself. Yeah. So I don't really care. Yeah. Um, it's our fault for not being sick of it. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I did find that really interesting. Um, I naturally, I mean, I love the world that yeah. he crafts in this. This like, Mad Max style. This Mad Max style world uh, to the point that you like, they clearly thought out every detail of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to know more. Like, yeah, I want to exactly, be in right? this world more. Yes. I want to find out every detail. They flashed the map in yes. one panel yeah. with like five cities. And I want to know all the cities in between. Mm-hmm. I want to know all the landmarks in between that aren't on that map. And I want to visit every place on that map. How much would you cream your pants if we ended up getting like a Fallout 3 style video game of this? Like a sandbox game. That would be incredible. Right. That would be, I mean, if they, I'm sorry, I'm just looking for the map. Yeah, now. no, it's great. Um, oh, and I love too, in the, in the map it says, you know, run by the kingpin previously, previously Magneto. So there's whatever. a whole history behind yeah. it and everything. Like, um, what's the one? That, oh, I, I was like, negative zone opening. I was like, I just want to know what that looks like. Yeah, right. That would be incredible. Does it, if they just show up and there's just a riff in like time and space just sitting there guarded by some fucking hillbilly in a lawn yeah. chair or something could be yeah uh, but it was it, that they do such a good job of crafting this world that I'm like I want to see everything I, I I did find it funny that um, I don't know if in this post-apocalyptic world neck muscles and bone structure are weakened because <laughs> a lot of people get their heads just knocked off yeah. by just any object sure just any old object yep um but could be yeah yeah, yeah. i was like malnutrition yeah it was just like <laughs> what the fuck like everybody just getting beheaded over here dude hawkeye such a oh. badass yeah he's just shooting like <laughs> arrows through the fucking nose and yeah. everything like it was crazy and this this com- combined with that like this combined with matt fraction's hawkeye run yeah why don't we have hawkeye like why isn't yes. he a great character yes i don't understand like how are you getting it's it's almost like you're overthinking a simple concept yeah. you know um <clears throat> uh, what else did i say i wrote a bunch of stuff down and i'm trying to think um what did you think of the way that and I don't want to spoil too much, okay. I guess, because it's a huge twist. Right. But what did you think of the way the X-Men died? <sighs> yeah. Right. Like, uh, yeah. We got to that. It was crazy for me. I was like, what me. did happen? I, like, nearly started crying <laughs> yeah. when I read it. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And just that panel of all of them dead. Yeah. It's crazy. Mind-blowing. Because they hint at, like... You know, something really bad happened to Wolverine and that really yeah. screwed him up. And they would only, all they would show is like him fighting supervillains. And yeah. I was like, why don't you just kill all the supervillains and that Which could him? fuck you up, I guess. But, but I was like, probably not Wolverine. Not Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, can you give me a little water? We'll, like, <clears throat> we'll cut this out or do something. I, do I look like a waiter to you? I'm like dying over here, alright? Shouldn't have had so much pizza. You gave me pizza? Yeah. What am I going to say no to pizza? Look, if it's poisoned, you should. Is it poisoned? What? All right. <coughs> you feeling better? <coughs> Damn it! Now I went down the wrong pipe. <coughs> 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 this sucks. 
Um, While you're doing that, I'm gonna open up. All right. Comic yeah, open up your mail while I'm doing it. I got. Um, I got two comments. Oh. Oh, you, you're good. No, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll are push you sure? through it. No, I'm gonna push through this. I'm a professional. I um. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So yeah, professional. Professional what? I have no idea. Um. So let me ask you this. All right. In this world, that is fascinating. It's kind of pretty much confirmed, not officially, but kind of sort of pretty much confirmed that this is going to be the plot of Wolverine 3. I don't think so. I think it is. I don't think I, so. I'm pretty sure they've kind of come out and said it no, without officially saying what they've, what What happened <clears throat> was during Comic-Con at San Diego last year... They said we've already got you know Wolverine three. We're we're writing the script, and he turns to someone and is like, "Can I can I tell them?" And the guy kind of nods, and Hugh Jackman says, "We're doing Old Man Logan." I think he means that literally. I think we're doing an old man. Logan is an old man. Yes, Logan's going to be an old man in this. Okay, I'm still going to go along with this because I think it makes for an interesting question. <sighs> yeah, we've kind of touched on this before. Yep. If they can't do... I'm trying to think. So you have the Hulk. You have the Red Skull. Mm -hmm. You have the Kingpin. Man, there's so many. You have Doctor Doom. Those are the four territories. As it stands... Yeah, I think so. But I I don't think they even... Like, were you thinking of who would who would be the territory? Who would be the territory? Well, you don't even see Doctor Doom, right? Yeah. But they have the rights to Doctor Doom. They could do Doctor Doom. Oh, they do. That's true. You said... I forget if this was on mic or off mic... Which I thought was a great idea. Instead of the Hulk. The thing, yeah. The thing. It was on Mike. So that's two. Yeah. Who are the other two? That's what I... I don't... my question. What were they? Kingpin? Kingpin. And Red Skull. And Red Skull. See, here's, here's the thing. Do you switch it so <clears throat> Doctor Doom is the Red Skull? And get some other generic person to be the other two? I mean, not Kingpin, because he's kind of important. Right. But, but like... Do you have do you have the main fight be with Doctor Doom, which might be interesting? Have Wolverine fight, fight Doctor, Doctor Doom, Doom which hasn't had we haven't had that crossover yet. Yeah, or is it going to be Magneto? Because it's already listed that Magneto had a territory loss, yeah. so maybe they just don't uh, have him lose it. I mean, he could, but I don't know that. I mean, it would have to be Ian McKellen, right? Right. Well, and also, wouldn't Ian McKellen be just horribly dead by now? If if Maybe. Logan is an old man, Maybe. and when the first in, movie came out, in this one also they've replaced Hawkeye with Charles Xavier. Sorry, now I'm just trying to find any more set. I mean, for the and then there's one that never t- that you never see, right? Like there's there's the Hulk who run who so, runs a Hulkland, right? The the place where you start off, yeah. Then they have to go through the Kingpin, which I think would be cool to do Charles Xavier, even though that's not the case. Uh, okay. I'll see if I can think of a replacement for that one in a minute. Okay. Um, Doctor Doom you never even see, right? So that yeah. could just be some generic ass. Yeah, it could be anything. Um, make it Apocalypse, he comes back, or you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. Well, they could kind of do um, or like Toad what they did or with the King- They or... could do what they did with the Kingpin, which was like you think it's the Kingpin, and it's just like a guy. Oh, sure. Who killed the Kingpin? Yeah, and who is now the who Kingpin. is now the Kingpin? Um, you can make it Sabretooth. Just put put up that pictures. Would be good. Put up pictures yeah. of Lee Schreiber. Yeah, Sabretooth would be good. Yeah, any but Toad. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, or a Mystique. Yeah, you know, th- I feel like that's gonna be the first thing. Here's my thing about this: is like, I really hope they do this story for the last Wolverine movie. I think it would be the perfect because Hugh Jackman has said this is probably gonna be the last one, 
and I think it would be the best way to, for him to go out on. Yeah. I think it would be really fitting for that, to really give him that, that storyline. Um, don't pepper it with just every X-Men thing ever. You know what I mean? Like, really expand it. You know what would be amazing? Holy shit. You know what would be amazing? What, Chris? Deadpool territory. Come on! Like Looney Tunes? Yeah, and it's just run like batshit insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be great. I mean, there was there was a rumor that they were going to replace Hawkeye with Deadpool. That would have been amazing. Yeah. But they would never... See, I feel like that wouldn't have been amazing. they don't have the balls. Well, that too. But I, I feel like it would have been... That would have been pretty rough to get through. Yeah. Of just like two hours of a stoic man and just like Bugs Bunny working together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you don't want... I mean, Ryan... I think Ryan Reynolds would just shine in that movie. Yeah. And you don't... I, you don't want that. Because you sure. want it to be a Wolverine movie. Yes, you do. I, I still stand by <clears throat> this movie would be better done if Marvel did it and replaced Wolverine with anyone. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. <sighs> um, what about Old Man Hawkeye? Oh, oh, like... Instead of Old Man Logan. Logan and make it Hawkeye and then... Uh. But who's he driving at? Across country with, I don't know anyone. It doesn't matter. Steve, um, Steve Rogers. No, no, because then no. why would you focus on? I, I think it would have to be another smaller like. Oh, like, like if they kept. Quicksilver, I say the vision. That's pretty good. I say the vision. Okay, you can so have this some is, good okay, this, okay. All right, let's do this. Okay, okay. So I still think a smaller character though. No, but here's what I'm saying. Old uh, old man Hawkeye is driving across with the vision, but the mm. thing about the vision is like. He's contracted some sort of Ultron virus, so now he's just kind of like oh. not fully the Vision anymore. You he's think, kind is of glitchy, he blind? or like is he blind? Like the virus could affect his camera sensors. It could affect anything, and he can just instead of having a bow and arrow, he's got his laser I, out of his head. That's the thing. Well, that's the thing is he's I just think blasting. instead of a, a, yeah, instead of the bow and arrow, he's the laser out of the head, right? But instead of him having just one permanent thing, like being blind yeah. and he just can't see all the Right, time, right. He's also got it, some sort of... I think instead of that, like, he can see fine sometimes, but his hands, like, you know, like, yeah, sure. everyone, it just, it moves all around yeah. his abilities. That would be pretty great. And his laser, like, he can't fire his laser correctly. You know yeah, what I mean? No, it's I think like, that would be great. I think that would be actually freaking But amazing. I think, I don't think it could be Steve Rogers or somebody because you no, really need... No, because then you're like, why am I focusing on Hawkeye? Because I think it's, Steve I think it would, it's, yeah, I think that, see, I think it's great that... I think it's more likely that Hawkeye quit, right? Because right. he sort of does. He's done it like twice already, and, right. and he keeps coming back. But then everyone just gets demolished, including Vision, right. who Hawkeye can then repair, sort of. Right, right, right. And yeah. he's done it to the best of his ability. ability. But yeah. everyone else is dead. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been yeah. great. Because I like, in here, I like what they say, what Hawkeye's constantly, like, obsessing over. Like, why didn't they kill me? Like, yeah. well, what, am I not good enough? Yeah, exactly. Or, which is great. Which yeah. is fantastic. And so that could be the whole movie. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would rather see Old Man Hawkeye with Vision than Old Man... Hugh Jackman. Well, too bad. It's never going to happen. You know what? I see... No, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No. They're, look. At first I was like, Marvel has the balls to do it. And I'm like, yeah, but they're they're, they're kind of too classy to be like, oh, you want to do an old man story? Yeah, exactly. Well, just do this old man story and kick the crap out of you. Exactly. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be fine. I don't... Yeah. I mean, I don't know who to, who to replace Doctor Doom with. Or even Red Skull. You don't, but that's the thing is you don't need to pl- replace Doctor Doom. Let this finally be the one that like, let this be the ring that binds them. You know what I mean? Like, well, no, 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 no. <clears throat> I, I was saying you switch Doctor Doom out for Red Skull, and then I guess you have to 
Because, like, yes. Oh, he's oh gonna, you yeah. got to replace the territory. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but no, I, do you think they're going to have the balls to kill off all the other X-Men? Do you think they're going... I mean, it doesn't even yes. really take balls because you just say this is, like, 80 years in the future or whatever. But that doesn't really explain why Charles Xavier is still alive. Uh, well, I think they do it in the movies... Nah, probably not. Yeah. They'll probably just be like, nah, everyone got old and died. And Charlie, because he's a telepath, they can keep himself young or whatever. Or he, or he moved his mind to a different oh, body sure, or sure, some sure. shit like that. Clone. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Some bullshit excuse. Instead of being cool, they're going to do some crappy, shitty thing. God damn it. Fox. I mean, to be fair, the X-Men movies <clears throat> have all been at least pretty good, except for Origins. Yeah. And I would say The Wolverine was probably slightly less than pretty good, but not... Bad. Not by much. Yeah. This is and the guy who's direct, who directed that is directing this. The Wolverine. Yeah. It so I'm fine. I, James Mangold, I think yeah. is his name. I, which I'm at least encouraged because stylistically, like he made that play, that thing look great. Yeah. Like that shot with him with all the arrows. And yeah. The yeah. It's yeah. Really yeah. good I mean, looking. That's, that's it's really pretty good fantastic. Looking. So I'm interested to see like okay, you have to construct this entire world. Yeah. So, you know, I want to see what he does with that. Um, I, I just also don't know that Mr. Sinister is the right way to go, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, he's, I, he's basically a second apocalypse. Yeah. So, and that movie didn't do too well. Yeah. So I, um, the other, I will say the other thing, like I said, I, I really, I just love the world that they build in this. Yeah. Like, I want to see more of it. Yep. I wanted to see what Emma Stone looks like. Because she says that thing about, she's, he's Emma like, Frost. Emma Frost, I'm sorry. Emma St- no, Emma Stone, the actor, made an appearance of this, right? As Emma Frost. As Emma Frost. Yes. No, Emma Frost is what I meant to say. Because uh, uh, he he has this line of like, you look really good still. And she's yeah. like, I'm a telepath. I, I, make you, I look like whatever I want you to, or yeah. whatever. I want I you want to you see to me, see me yes. as. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to see what she really looks like. Bet she looks really ugly. Um, are they coming? Is there a sequel to this? I think they're doing a sequel, right? I don't know. I don't know how long the arc is. I, I don't know if it keeps going. I think it keeps going. There's kind of a cliffhanger at the end. I mean, it's not really a cliffhanger, but he... I mean, I guess it is. Like, he, he... There's certainly more of a story to be told. I'm pretty sure there's more. I'm pretty sure they've continued this line. I Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. I'll probably cut it out. I'll, yeah. I'll Google it, and if it's wrong, I'll cut it out. <laughs> I feel like if you'll Google it, and if I'm wrong, you'll leave it in. And if I'm right, they'll be like, you're like, I'm not going to let him be right on this. If you're right, I'm going to re-record myself saying it. Excellent. Done. <laughs> um, you're just going to leave me talking, and then at the end, you're just going to plug in. And that was said by me, Andrew. I, I'm Andrew. See, no, you I'm actually, I'm going to record myself saying it first, and then have you say the exact same thing. And then I'm going to record myself saying, I just said that. Yeah. All right, cool. That works for me. Um. Oh yeah, we need to give each other the assignments for next week. Is that what you call it nowadays? Yeah. So I'll give you mine. Okay. If you give me yours. Yeah. I this week I looked up. I'm still trying to read more and more. I'm in the middle of reading Jessica Jones Alias, which is right. very very good so far, and I'll probably give you that. Okay. Um. At some point after I'm done with it. Yep. But I, you know, I, I'm constantly buying more and reading for this podcast. Sure. So I decided to. I'm starting to run out of things that I've heard of that I've wanted to read for a while. Okay. So I googled you know, list best trade paperbacks. Okay. And I looked at the list and I went straight to the number one spot to see what the best one was, expecting it to be like Watchmen or V for Vendetta or some right. generic, you know, everyone loves this one. Right. Um, it was Mouse. So I'm finally going to give you that. All right, fine. Great. I'm glad because it's about damn time that I read this thing. It's magnificent. Oh, I, I know that it is. Everyone says it's amazing and that if I don't read it, then I'm a horrible human being. It doesn't pull any punches. 
it's abstract at times. Right. And just sickening. Awesome. <laughs> Have Sounds fun. Sounds like a feel-good time. I'm going to the beach. Look, it's got animals in it. Oh, okay. Then I'm yeah. good with it. It's cute. Um, I'm going to give... So I... Uh, in the wake of us talking about Rebirth, mm-hmm. um, I went back and read The Dark Side Wars, which I was telling you about. I have no memory of that. Uh, okay, fine. But I did. I'm just saying that I did. Um, which was an event leading up to uh, DC Rebirth. Yep. Um, the Crime Syndicate of America are characters that play kind of heavily in that plot line. They're an old uh, throwback uh, set of characters to the Silver Age. Um, and I went, I kind of remember these characters. I need to know more about them. And then I remembered, I have this storyline called JLA Earth 2, written by Grant Morrison, that is all about the crime syndicate of America. Ah. And I was like, hey, you should read this too. Oh, okay. Um, because it gives you, like I said, they, they kind of play into DC Rebirth, they kind of play into the New 52... Um, they're good characters to just be aware of, and it's a good story. I just ended up rereading it today before I gave it back, gave it to you, um, and it's good. It's Grant Morrison. You can't really go wrong. How often do you think in bookstores this is uh, sat on the shelf upside down? I, for the longest time, could not figure out which way to put it until I saw the DC thing in the corner. I mean, it's also written correctly up here. Shut it's up. It's not here. Shut your face. Yeah. Shh. Shut up. So yeah, so there you go. Enjoy that. <clears throat> Thank it's you. It's a pretty quick read. I will. Okay, then. That's going to be the show. That's pretty good. Yeah. Ho, 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 ho. That's a long one. Wow. Um, I mean, we had to. It was television's biggest night. Was it? Nah, probably not. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, before we go, where can they find us, Andrew? Uh, uh, they, the royal they. The royal they. Can find us uh, at twitter.com slash... Media Lunch Break. Our handle there is at Media Lunch Break. You can also find us, you can listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break, where uh, is our RSS feed from there. Uh, you know, you can also find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play Music, YouTube.com. If you just go there and search for The Media Lunch Break, you can find us. Uh, we're on TheMediaLunchBreak.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to listen there, you can do that. We got like pictures and stuff. Sure. Patreon. Patreon.com. Uh, if you want to a couple of bucks. Uh, pa- that's Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break. Yes. Um, you said iTunes you can, you can also subscribe em- to us on yeah, anything yeah, that has do. a subscribe button go you, ahead and you can also uh, you can um, email us if you have any questions or anything we check probably once every six or seven years uh, at uh, it's uh, the media lunch break at gmail.com is it all of those O's <laughs> yes it's check? actually dot co- dot co- coom. oh okay nice excellent sure give that a shot in fact email us at the media lunch break at gmail.com and then email us at the media lunch break at e- gmail.com and see which one uh, works out and for that's you. with eight O's that's with eight it's O's dot com. all right well we're gonna go hopefully uh, Andrew's gonna hydrate and um, lay off the sauce for a couple of days I'm going to sleep until Saturday all right until which and probably lose my job until that demon finally breaks its way out of its bottle and you gotta put it back in again don't you oh my you? god oh, demon man. in a bottle reference yeah alright everybody that's good hey the girlfriend's home that means we gotta go bye everybody bye